Blog Talk Radio. Actually, a bunch of posts on my Twitter 
uh, twitter.com slash Muscova ENT or my Facebook, facebook.com slash Vikens Muscova, V-I-C-K-E-N-S-M-O-S-C-O-V-A. And you can see some of the information for Dancing in Life, uh, which was founded by a creator that wanted to fuse dancing um, with uh, rehab and, and bettering oneself and, and um, you know, just turning it into a, a positive uh, type workspace. So he created a program called Dancing in Life, and you can check it out. And if you like dancing and movement, uh, you can use that to feel better about yourself, which is the goal uh, as we um, move around on this amazing planet. Uh, shout out to my peoples and my friends in Texas. Never knew what a jacket was or a coat was. This is something, it's called, it's an outerwear. You put it over your clothes, and it protects you from things like snow or high winds or sleet or sometimes hail and rain. Um, you can find these, all right, let me stop being facetious, but, um, you know, to our peoples out in Texas, um, praying for you, uh, you lost power. Um, some of your mayors gave up on you, apparently, and this is a state that wanted to secede from the uh, the rest of the country. Good luck with that. Y'all don't even have snow plows. Um, y'all probably had to get snow plows shipped from uh, China like they were doing the uh, the air defibrillator, whatever things um, that Trump was doing. But anyway, uh, we love you, Texas, and we're praying for you. And um I know what it's like um, when uh, I was visiting my family and, and friends in Miami, and uh, it got below 40, it got to 40 degrees, and these these people uh, basically almost went crazy. Um, they didn't know what was going on, and uh, they were about to move out of the state. Where do you move from when you live in Miami, um, Mexico? Um, but anyway, again, uh, the point of that was just pray for our uh, Texans that are really struggling out here with this um, with this snowfall that they're getting. And it is a lot of snow. I'm not going to, like, pretend that it's not. But um, uh, they're, they're, they're kind of going a little psycho. Like, people are telling stories how they, they woke up and they were so confused that it was cold that they didn't even know what to do. But then the power was off, so then they had to deal with that. Um, so it's just very interesting to me um, as the world turns and the the weather uh, changes. I was hoping to get tropical weather over here, but since that won't be the case, um, I'm going to have to rough it out. Anyway, uh, luckily today we have somebody that's going to heat up the airways with not only her beauty, but her amazing work and uh, techniques that she shares with uh, actors and People are like that that want to learn how to manage this great world of acting. Her name is Wendy Elaine Wright. Um, Google her right now. Um, go on and search as I'm speaking. But anyway, um, more importantly, Wendy has been a talent agent and Hollywood talent manager for over 20 years, and she's the founder of Talent Man- Managers for Actors and the Hollywood Winners Circle Academy. It's the industry standard in acting business training. Because a lot of people want to be actors, but, you know, they don't even really understand the business. 
um, there's something Skid Row or something out in Cali. I hope there's not a lot of actors there, but you don't want to just go to California or LA or something without like some sort of plan. And if you could get with uh, Wendy here, which uh, has coached hundreds of thousands of actors across the world through her popular YouTube channel, Secrets of a Hollywood Talent Manager, with over 97,000 subscribers and 5 million views, as well as her Facebook group, Talent Managers for Actors, 72,000 members, which I'm a member of as well, and is definitely very useful, and a lot of great um, knowledge is being shared there as well, um, not only on Clubhouse. We do love Clubhouse, though, but I hear the Clubhouse bill is like $87 million just to keep all those rooms open, so we'll see how that goes. Anyway, Wendy is the author of seven books, a writer for Backstage.com, and is regularly a guest on industry podcasts. Audrey helps actors, Actors Lounge, Actors CEO, and numerous mag- magazines. She teaches the business of acting on stage 32 and at schools and summits across the world. She is a writer for Backstage, as I mentioned before, and, ha- and has appeared with Oprah Winfrey, talking about the law of attraction. And we all know how Oprah loves that law of attraction. Um, she started a whole series off of that. I remember when she had Eckhart Tolle, calm as hell, chilling there talking about the breath and the power of now and utilizing that moment in between thoughts. Let's, let's practice it. You know that, that little time moment in between thoughts where you're not thinking, you're not whatever? If you can tap into that moment, it's usually where the magic is because it's it's all like uh like uh, it's like absolute zero or homeostasis. But the trick is to stay there, and if you can master that, you'd be like Wendy and Eckhart Tolle talking to Oprah about uh, the law of attraction, LOA. Um, as a talent manager, Wendy's clients have worked on television networks such as ABC, NBC, TNC, CBS, Comedy Central. Bio, Lifetime, and more. They have book TV shows including Modern Family, Blackish, Extent, The Colony, Animal Kingdom, Sharp Objects, My Haunted House, and Harry Danger, as well as hundreds of commercials for major sports including Shutterfly, Mercedes, Visa, Taco Bell, Honda, Legos, Universal Studios, Hot Wheels, and many more. With her Hollywood Winner Circle Master Course for actors, Wendy has created a proven strategy for replicating that success, and today her successful strategy has converted thousands of coaching clients into network series regulars, guest stars, co-stars, supporting and lead actors in feature films. Her two favorite sayings are, if you keep doing what you're doing, you keep getting what you've got. If you want something different tomorrow, you have to do something different today. Um, yeah, the, the, definition, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, yet expecting different results. So I could see why that would be one of her favorite uh, uh, quotes um, because people think they can do what doesn't work continually and one day it will magically work when you can actually do what works continually and things will just keep getting better because it's focused, proven energy. Um, anyway, another one of her favorite quotes is, artistic talent is a gift from God and whoever does discovers it in himself has a certain obligation to know that he cannot waste his talent but must develop it. John Paul II. Yeah, and that's kind of what both I'm in. Um, when God gives you something, you can kind of take it away. But 
if you use it and make the most out of it, it can flourish and become even better. So it's really all up to all of us to utilize our talents and, and our gifts from God, whether it be beauty or um, kindness, being able to portray a character or whatnot real, realistically. You know, these are not things that maybe maybe everyone can do, but everyone can't do the way that a certain person can do that. It, it's for them. To no further ado, though, we do have Wendy Elaine Wright on the line. Uh, hi, hi, hi there. Are you on the line? Or maybe on this line? Can you Ooh, hear Wendy, me? Wendy, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I hear you now. Uh, wonderful to have you here. Thanks so much. I guess. Hmm. Me? Oh, Wait, are you the you 818 number? Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah. Perfect. Beautiful. Thanks so much for uh, coming on the show. You're such a wonderful soul uh, to be doing all your amazing work. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I love helping people. I think that's the purpose of life. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, for people that do like helping people, like um, it, it fulfills a, a certain part in in our hearts, and especially when someone that appreciates it. But it doesn't always go that way. Um, you've been able to create uh, different types of uh, companies over the years, such as Hollywood Winner's Circle as well as uh, founding um, the different uh, groups or whatnot and creating a lot of yeah. social uh, mastery. Um, mm-hmm. What uh, kind of made you want to create Hollywood Winter Circle? Um, the lack of knowledge that I saw actors have when they would submit to me looking for representation. So as a manager, as an agent, you know, you get thousands of submissions over the years and, and you go through them, and when, when you see somebody that's really good and has a great package, uh, it's, and it's a kind of a no-brainer. It's like, my God, this person has packaged themselves really well. I can sell that to casting. And their cover letter is really strong. It's giving me links to everything that I need to do my job. And uh, they're talented, and their clips are really great. So that's I want to meet this actor. 99% of the submissions, like 99% of the submissions are just lousy. And it's because they don't learn what has to even be in a submission. If if you go to acting school, you learn how to act. But when you come to an agent or manager, we're doing business. We're doing sales and marketing. That's our job. And if you don't have any understanding of sales and marketing because you never studied it, you didn't train in it, you didn't get prepared to to talk like that with us, then how would you even know what we need? And how would you even know what we do? And yet, when you come to us, we expect you to know that. So that's kind of dumb. And I was watching all these actors' submissions and just, I don't throw things in the trash because I just can't do that to people. So I would put them in a file and I'd be like, oh, my God, this actor doesn't know what they're doing. And and, and I started answering those those emails. Listen, you, you don't know what you're doing. You need an actor's access account. You need an L.A. casting account. You need acting clips, but the clips you sent me are terrible. They don't even start on you. They're poorly lit. They're, the sound is bad. The material's bad, and your acting is not even good enough yet. Who are you training with? And I found myself much more drawn to helping those actors than managing actors. Decided, you know what, too many actors need help and guidance. 
Let somebody else manage these actors. I want to train all the ones that people are ignoring and all the ones that people are not helping and the lost ones so that if they learn what to do, they can have a career too. Because most agents and managers just ignore those people. They care about the actors they represent, not about the thousands and thousands that they don't. That's the people I care about. I feel like I'm called, like literally by God, I feel like I'm gifted specifically in this area with a passion that is unquenchable to help new people get on the ball and, and become competitive and get in the game and play. So I had to start something. <laughs> and so first I started the YouTube channel and I thought, all right, here, and I didn't realize I was going to create all these companies. You know, I, at first I just, I created, a, I opened a YouTube channel and I was, every time somebody sent me, a bad submission or made a stupid mistake, I would just do a video and I'd say, hello, YouTube. This is Wendy Lynn Wright, mm-hmm. Hollywood talent manager in LA. And here's what I'm telling you today. Don't do this. Don't do this. Do this, do that. And you'll have better results. And I just did that for years. I think 250 videos later, not with any intention of starting a company or any such thing. And at one point, I just realized that the amount of actors that were confused and had questions was too great for me to handle alone. I could not answer all those questions. I couldn't keep up with them. Uh, So I said, okay, how can I solve this problem? I think a lot of inventions come out of solving problems. You need to solve a problem. So I I was like, okay, I will open a, um, a Facebook group. Talent managers for actors. I'm going to call all the talent talent managers I know. Listen, I need help answering all these questions. I've got thousands and thousands of actors who need guidance. And all I need you to do is just volunteer a little bit of your time each week and just stop in and answer the questions. And I'll answer them. I'll be there every day. But if you could just help, that would be great. And they did. And they did it in mass amounts. I had no idea. 150 agents managers, casting directors all said, yes, we'll help. And they love to give back. You know, they won't give the type of time I do, but they give, if everybody gives a little, it's a lot. So that group started growing by the thousands and thousands. And now we have 73,000 actors there and they can come for hours a day and ask any question they have on earth about the business. And that never existed before. So I was, you know, I've been there for years. We now have a moderating team that's involved, and I don't have to be in there every single day anymore. And then the next thing I realized is out of necessity, so many people were saying, you know, this is great, all this information, but I still need a plan. Like, what do I do first? And then what do I do next? And, and what training do I need? And who should I train with? And how do I get good headshots? And what do you mean I need a good acting clip? What is that? And can you show me an example? And, and it was a time I thought, wow, this is going to take a lot more than just my YouTube channel and the TMFA. I'm going to have to create another another solution. So I said, um, okay, let me let me do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna create a course that walks actors step by step through everything they need to do to become an actor. It's like doesn't exist. There's no course like that from a manager. There's no course. You go to law school, yes. You go to med school, yeah. But when you're an actor. You can only get acting classes. Where do you learn the business? There's no such thing. So I was like, oh, God, i got to invent this because it comes out of necessity, thousands of people needing it. So I sat down with my assistant one day, 
and I grabbed, here's what I would tell an actor. If, if I was going to have a conversation and go through every single step that they absolutely need to take to become a working actor, what would I tell them? And I started writing. And, I, and every single thing I wrote down from start to finish. And when I was done, it was 10 pages. And then we divided that into sections, and that was 65 sections, which then we created a video for each thing, a, a video for each of the 65 things. And then we put it into a course, and we put it online, and we said, okay, now here, if, as I'm a developmental manager, which means I take someone from scratch and get them working on TV, they might not have never had an acting class a day in their life, but by the time I'm done working with them, they're going to be working on TV. So what's that process? And we put that into a course, and we made that available to actors. And that's called Hollywood Winter Circle Master Course for Actors. And now we have 3,500 actors taking it around the world. And um, I'll keep talking if you don't interrupt me. You want me to keep talking? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, because you've dropped in so much knowledge. Um, but I do have a, a question whenever, whenever you're yeah. done. All right, well, the last thing um, I'll say is as a, mm-hmm. as as the course was supposed to be an evergreen course, meaning it was, and I'm sure you know what that means, but for your viewers or your listeners, an evergreen course is something you create, you put up one time, and you leave it there, you market it, and you never go back to it. It sells, and you just, people take it on their own, and you're not involved. But I, I'm very much of a control freak. I'm very much of a hands-on person, and I'm very much of a, uh, I really want to see actors get it done and get the results, not just get a course and it sits on your desktop and you never open it. I want you to open it and do the work. So I said to my associates, I was like, look, it, I'm going to have to be involved in this course on a, on, a base, on a weekly basis. I need to talk to these actors who are taking it every week and look at their materials, make sure they're doing what I'm suggesting in the course, that they're following my guidelines. I want to look at their work. And I want to tell them whether they're on the right track or not and direct them the right way if they're not. So let's every Friday I will go live inside um, a Facebook group just for the people taking the course. And I'll look at their materials. I'll answer their questions. I'll keep them on track. And um, I'll bring other people to help me do that. So I've been doing that for two years now. Every single Friday I go live at 12 noon. I teach them what I know. I answer all their questions. I look at their materials until 1.30, and then I bring a guest on at 1.30 that's a casting director, an agent, a manager, a celebrity, a working actor, some sort of professional that can really give them information in an in-depth way. Now, the Hollywood Winter Circle Academy, now we have numerous courses. We have tons of teachers that are involved with teaching the curriculum, and uh, it's probably the most powerful training an actor can have for becoming a working actor. There's no such thing like it. There's no comparison to it. There's no competition for it yet. And it is the most comprehensive strategy, and it's, it's working. People who are taking the course get representation. They book TV and film. They book uh, series regulars, guest stars, co-stars. They book roles in feature films, and they're not stuck in student film land anymore them that's that's awesome it's so beautiful and powerful um similarly a lot of times students come out of either high school and uh university college and they may have been able to have someone help them put up a resume and to possibly get a job 
but at the same time, no one is ever teaching anyone like business really, like the real business. Even if you go to business school, which I have um, at William Patterson University, um, I've had a lot of professors, and this was one of the bigger complaints that, you know, they would be teaching business but never actually had one themselves. They could only learn from the book. Um, yeah. And a lot of, you know, a lot of them were in the the the, um, the business of selling textbooks. Um, but, mm. uh, again, school doesn't, with a lot of people's complaints is they never learned business in school. Um, so, I'm relating this because it seems like actors also weren't taught business and more specifically the niche of the acting business. So this is definitely powerful. Um, yeah, well, you know I'm, why? Mm-hmm. An acting teacher is not a manager. And a manager, and they don't know what managers do. They teach the crap. So they teach tennis philosophy. They teach a method, Alexander Technique, the Havana Chubbuck method, a fine method. They teach uh, all kinds of methods, which is what they're supposed to do. But they're not a manager. And a manager has a, a completely different job. A manager develops an actor and gets their sales package together. Because managers and agents are salespeople. Well, you know, we're not – some of us are actors, right? Some of us have been in – in front of the camera or whatever, but typically managers and agents, the job and development and marketing. Uh, it is not craft. When we, when we sign clients, we're not teaching them how to act. We're selling them to casting directors. So a manager is selling actors to agents to get them represented. How do we sell them? We, we create a package. We present it to the agent, and we say, this actor's ready to work. Here's their links, their clips. Here's their actor's access profile. Yes, it has tons of great headshots on it. It has great clips on it. It is a perfectly formatted resume. They're in training with people you recognize. This actor is ready to work. Would you be interested in signing them? Now, if they say yes, then the agent's job is to sell that to casting. They pick up the phone, and they're like, here's an actor. Great actor. Great training. Here's proof of their acting. They have clips. Here's great headshots. Would you be willing to see them for your project, for an audition? And then they say yes. Then the casting director gets a hold of them. They do the audition, and then the casting director has to sell that actor to the producers. Then the producers get a hold of them, and they sell the actor to the network. So we are in the sales business. How would an acting teacher even know what we do? There's no way they could teach what we do. And also, We've done it for years, so we know what works and what doesn't. What strategies actually make a manager take an actor and successfully sell it to an agent? Because they've got thousands of choices. Agents have thousands and thousands and thousands of actors that want representation. So our job as a manager is we know what agents want. We know what they don't want. We know what they respond to. We know what they don't respond to because our job is to get our clients an agent. So that's, that's who should be teaching it, not acting teachers, and I don't expect them to. No one ever should. It's not their job. Right. They, don't, they don't do what we do. So now I'm going to talk to my agents. Well, I'm not going to send an actor that's not ready to an agent I have a relationship with. I've been building for 10 years. I'm not sending them people that aren't ready. Potential. There's talent there. There's something special and unique about them. When they act, it moves me. I love their work. They just don't have a package. They don't even know what a package is. They go take their headshots. They pose for a bunch of pictures. These are unusable because headshots are not poses. Headshots are 
it's just like acting. When you're in front of the camera in a movie, you're not posing. You're feeling. You're feeling. And when you're in front mm-hmm. of a headshot camera, you're feeling, not posing. So a lot of people, they don't know that. Where would they learn that? From where? Where are they going to learn that? They go into the in front of the camera. They're excited. They get, they're paying $500 to get their first headshots. They got their outfits. Photographers are not agents and managers. So photographers do the lighting, and they make sure everything looks nice, and they give some direction. But they're not agents and managers. They, they don't know how to teach these actors what to do, how to feel in front of the camera. We have to teach the actor. You've got to feel emotions. Be bitchy. Be sad. Be excited. Be happy. Be stern. Be aggressive. Be funny. Be, be in front of the camera. Let the photographer just snap the pictures. Well, if they don't even know how to do that, then they come out with the same expression in four outfits, which we can't use. We can't talk. We can't use that because what we do is we look at the breakdown and it says angry teacher. Then we need a picture that looks like an angry teacher or an angry professional of some sort. And if we don't have that picture, Casting is not going to respond to the submission. So there's a whole system in place. There's a system that agents demand, a language that we talk that actors do not know. And the standard response, if you ask an agent or manager, you know, can you sit down and explain to this actor how it works? I don't have time for that. I I don't have time for that. I'm busy with clients that I have. And, And agents go, let them figure it out on their own. I don't have time for that. I've heard my own friends say that who are agents. And so I decided, well, I will make time for that because no actor could come all this way to become an actor. They, they, you know, they're giving their heart, their soul. They're going against what their family suggests. They don't have support from people. People, people, they're living outside the box. People want them to uh, get a real job. This is a pipe dream. You're never going to make it. Well, not with your, not with the things you're saying. I'm not, but somebody has to look out for those people, and it's definitely going to be me, because I want the actor to know exactly what to do. That's going to give them the greatest chance for success, because it's already a supremely competitive business. So not knowing how to do it is sure failure. It's for sure failure. Keep you get through. What I want to do is create a whole new crop of actors that have wisdom understanding of the business, extraordinary packages, and have great representation that can work. And then we're going to see amazing new performers in the next 10 years. That's my goal. Right. You bring a lot of clarity um, to to these actors um, because how can they really focus on the craft and, and really be great at what they do if you know, they're struggling to eat or do certain stuff um, out on yeah. Skid Row or something like that. Um, mm. So, th- th- yeah, this is pretty amazing. Um, as far as uh, L.A. versus ATL and New York, uh, mm. where do you feel is the best place for actors to kind of try to wet their feet and get uh, Any experience? Any of them. doesn't matter. We, it's the same game in every single city. It's really more about where do you want to live. You want to live in the freezing cold in New York. You want to live in the humidity and the bugs in Atlanta. You want to live in the smog and traffic in L.A. Okay, those are the negatives. Now, do you want to live in New York where, man, the city never sleeps? 
There are they're casting tons of shows and films. There's a vibrate a vibrancy of New York when we get back from COVID. A vibrancy of New York that cannot be rivaled by anything. It's it's metros, it's subways, it's getting to and from places easily. It's no cars. It's everything open all night long. It's amazing. I love it. I'm from New York. I love I love back east, you know. Then it's Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's a laid back it's more environment. Less expensive. Uh, less crowded. There is the southern way of life, um, and and I, there's a, there's a certain there's you know a peacefulness about Atlanta to me. I love Atlanta. And then there's L.A., which is extremely spread out, extremely expensive. I mean, Atlanta is much more affordable. L.A. and New York are very expensive, and you need a car in L.A. for sure to get anywhere. And um, people live in kind of their own cars, you know. It's not, it's, it's a different, people are very separated and very individual in L.A. Uh, people are marching to their own drum. But there's, a, there's an energy about Hollywood, you know. Hollywood is an exciting place to be. You know you drive by all these film studios. There's Paramount, there's Sony, there's Warner Brothers, CBS. And that's your dream, you know. You drive by those places and you can't help but get excited because you're in the land of make movies. And historically, that's where it all began. For real. To all of those places, I think you have to figure out where can you afford, what kind of environment and weather you want to live in, what kind of lifestyle you want to have. Because all of those places produce projects. All of them have casting directors. All of them are viable markets. And so I don't really suggest either any of them. You go go where you want to go and see how it works. You're going to do the same work in every place. The same work, which is train, network, produce your own content, uh, show up for auditions, train, 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 (laughs) network, audition, book a little bit, train, train, train. So it it really doesn't matter which one you're in. Interesting. Um, What are some ways that – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It's just – it's a personal preference, you know. Go ahead. Definitely, definitely. Um, what are some ways that um, an actor you feel can be memorable in the first couple seconds? Well, actors have to understand the purpose of an audition. And, and, and so the purpose of an audition is just to see who the actor is. So the actor, an actor's mind is really critical. That's what we teach in the Winter Circle Academy. It's not just about here's how you do your headshots. Here's how you do your clips. Because, yeah, you've got to know those things. And here's how you do your resume. Here's how you, it's also about you are an artist. The painting that you paint is your painting. People are going to walk by that painting and either they like it or they don't. Just shouldn't change what you do. It's what you do. It's like Picasso. He paints his way. Salvador Dali paints his way. Matisse paints the way he paints. Andy Warhol paints the way he paints. The people that like it buy it, the people that don't morph into someone else to be someone else, to be what other people want. They're artists. They just express themselves. Well, that's the same for actors. If they learn this, this is how they stand out. An actor should be themselves experiencing that circumstance. So let's say the script calls for the actor to be upset. How is that particular person behave when they're upset? It doesn't mean behave like everyone else or try to figure out what the casting director wants or try to be what someone else wants them to be. Who are you when you're upset? Who are you when you're in love? Who are you when you're excited, when you're happy, angry, sad, sarcastic? 
bring yourself to the role. That's it. You don't. It's the easiest thing to do, but actors make it so hard because they get in their head thinking, is this what casting wants? How do I know what they want? How can I be what they're looking for? You can't be what they're looking for. You can be you. Be you. If they're looking for that, then it's a mess. If they're not looking for that, then it's not. It's not any more complicated, but actors make it so complicated, and they don't trust that they're enough. They don't know that they're enough. Like what they are is their selling point. Who they are, how they react, how they feel, how they express emotion, that is what's unique about them. That is their selling point. They don't have to be like anybody else. They just have to be like themselves. Now, if an actor can figure that out, that's how they stand out. If they walk in, so I talked to my friend Gil the other day, who's a director probably of hundreds and hundreds of episodes of television. He's cast hundreds and hundreds of actors in television, network television. And he says that, you know, when he, when he reads actors, come in and do it the exact same way. They read the script. It says cries here. They cry there. Gets angry here. Shouts here. Shouts there. Those guidelines in the script, that's what the writer is thinking when they write it. But that is not how the actor needs to do it when they come in the audition room. I get upset. That doesn't mean I'm going to yell. Someone else might yell. I might not. I might laugh. If I'm really pissed, I might laugh. Because that's me. Me. What do I do when I get upset? I don't have to follow the words. I have to follow the writing of the script. But I don't have to follow the stage direction. That's something the director will direct me when I'm on set. We'll figure that out. But in rehearsals, we'll figure that out. But in my audition, I need to bring my genuine emotions to these words. And my genuine emotions are not going to follow what's written in those little parentheses. She said loudly. She, she said and threw her hands up in the air. Because if you follow what's in the script, everybody comes in and follows what's in the script. They're not looking for that. They look right past those people. It's like somebody delivering the same hamburger with, you know, a plain hamburger on a toasted bun. And here comes 95 hamburgers on a toasted bun, but then there comes one with cheese. We, mm-hmm. we get used to and numbed by the 95 with nothing. Oh, there's cheese on this one. What's going on? And this one has cheese and this one has onions and mustard. Whoa, what's happening here? These are the ones that stand out. These are the ones that are different. When they say to you, be different, be find what's unique about you. What's unique about you is you. It means express it. Don't be cookie cutter. Cookie cutter people don't get the job. Don't try to please the casting director. Don't try to be who they, you think they want. Don't try to give them the reading you think they're looking for. Be unique and give them your own reading. That's how you stand out. That's how you are memorable, and that's how you book the job. And a lot of right. actors are too scared of themselves. You know, they're too afraid. They're in their head, I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe that wasn't good enough. Maybe I, I don't know if they like me. That's not, that's not your job to be thinking all of that. When you're an actor, your job is to feel the emotion of the character and present the story in a clear way where you see the story in your mind, which helps us see the story in our mind. That's your job. If you can't do your job, go do something else. Awesome, awesome. And um, I guess people can 
stay in class and study these different techniques day and night. Um, but it just comes to actually understanding how to uh, quiet one's mind or to just get over whatever is in one's mind. And uh, uh, like you say, using one's own experiences to express that character in a way that only they could um, as a unique person. That was very interesting. Um, I wonder why uh, some actors have issues with that. Fear, but, you know, fear, fear of success, fear of failure, fear of not being good enough, fear that they won't be liked, fear of rejection, fear that, you know, and, and putting way too much emphasis on the audition, like way too much emphasis on the audition. The audition is not necessarily your break that's going to make or break you in Hollywood. Yes, there's some like that, but that's the audition. The purpose of it is to give the casting directors and producers a variety of choices so they can choose. And one person gets the role, 3,000 people submitted, one person gets the role. So you're not going to control who gets it for any reason whatsoever. There, there's a million reasons you don't get it. If, let's say the role calls for a black woman and a black, and her sister's black, and they are auditioning people, and then uh, they have offers out to several people, and then an Asian woman book, you know, finds a contract to play the role. All of a sudden, now the sister has to be Asian. So yeah. you can't control those things. Your job is just to be the best actor you can be and leave it. You don't know who they're going to cast. Whoever gets cast first is going to determine who the rest of the whole family looks like. You know, if if you cast somebody and they're going to play a lover of somebody, anyone that looks like that person is probably not going to get cast. We're not trying to cast brothers and sisters in love. So you can't Sorry. control the order of how things get cast. All you can do is get your material. Go. Ha- you have a technique. Try to break down that script and make it believable. Deliver it. Drop it on the floor. That's my take. That's my take of it. Thank you for your time, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Goodbye. And that's it. If the casting director thought, wow, that was fucking great. Excuse my friend. That was great. Uh, that That was really great. I don't think it's a fit for this role. Because I know that the director has told me they have all these other things in mind that they want. I didn't see that here. But I love this actor. So I'm going to put them in my notebook, my spreadsheet, my file, whatever. And when there's something that's like that is their essence, I'm definitely bringing them back. And that's the case. That is how casting works. They are experts at knowing all actors. I need to know all the actors. What are they capable of? What are their styles? What are their essences? And I need to have a database of that in my brain, in my notebooks, in my filing system, because that's why they're hired. So it's it's not that you're going to get every audition you go on. No. Your job is just to show them that you're a good actor and you're believable. And then they will look for projects that you're right for. And sometimes they will find them. That's the ones you'll book. The rest, you won't. And so you can't make that mean, I'm not good enough. Maybe I shouldn't be in this business at all. Maybe this isn't right for me. No, that's the wrong kind of thinking. And so I think in the winner's inner circle on Fridays after I coach, we have working actors. Like we've had Keith David come in. Keith David's done over 700. Well, Eric Roberts came in too. He's done over 700 projects. Keith David did like 400 films. You know, you listen to actors who are working 
how do they view the audition process? People that are on soap operas for five years, people that are on network television, you know, stars on different TV shows. What we listen to their experience and their process. Let them tell you what it's like, how they audition, what techniques they use when they get the script, how they view auditions, what their mindset is. If you listen to them over and over and over, all of the different ones, there's like a pattern, a theme approaches. And that is just be yourself. Be yourself, Mm -hmm. do your best, let it go. The roles that are right for you will come to you. The roles that are not will not. It's more about relationship over time and casting directors falling in love with your work and bringing you back over and over and over because you're a great option for the producers to choose from. Sometimes you get chosen. Most times you don't. That's the business. And in between auditioning, create your own films. Work with your friends. Create projects. Enter films into film festivals. Put on plays. Travel. Enjoy the world. Enjoy your life. That's the life of an actor. Do theater. Write a play. Write a script. Write a movie. Sell something to television. Write a book. That's that's the life of an actor. Be an artist. But actors, they Uh come out here from wherever. They think they're going to come out here and make it overnight. They get upset when they don't. That's not how the business works. So if you don't really understand the business, you will fail. Because your mind will screw you up. And you will give up. Because you don't understand it. Right. Right. So I don't want With that those to times in between auditions. Yeah. Have a life in between auditions. Maximize other skills. Learn a language. Learn accents. Play the piano. Take up karate. Learn stage fight, stage combat. Learn yoga. Learn how to meditate. Write your, you know, do the do the actor's way, the artist's way, and journal every day. Do be a reader for other actors who are writing plays. Join writer groups. Do improv. Live the life of an artist. And sometimes you're going to book amazing work. And nobody knows what work they're going to book before they book it. Nobody knows which shows are going to get picked up before they're picked up. And nobody knows which shows are going to get canceled. Nobody knows who's going to be written out of a script or whose footage is going to be cut from an episode. Or if the lead actor, like Army Hammer, wants to eat women's ribs all of a sudden, we got the storyline in the media. Army Hammer's been asking his girlfriends if they could cut out their ribs and he can fry them up and eat them. What the hell is that? Now all of a sudden... Well, that's real life. All those movies. You heard that? Oh, no, I didn't. All of a sudden... These movies that he starred in, he has four movies that he's shot already. Their marketing people are like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? People are dropping him from production. Those actors in all those movies with him, they didn't expect that to happen. You can't control this business. Those people booked the role. They shot the role. They thought it was with a giant movie star. Then the movie star is some kind of crazy freak, perhaps, maybe. Maybe not. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. And now all those actors <laughs> film are in jeopardy. You can't all that work. this business. All that work, all that money, all the, that time, everybody's efforts, those writers that got their right their projects picked up, that got paid to do those films, those directors that shot those movies. Some of those might not even be released now. 
that's that's why you cannot hang on to the results. You just have to do the work. Right, and be happy with the uh, the lifestyle, the journey. Yeah, oh, the lifestyle better, right? No, your your word's better. The journey. It's about how you do the journey, how you live the journey. That's the thing. That's the part that's exciting about life. You're gonna get to the, you know, where you think you want to be, because you think that's gonna make you happy. And when you're gonna get there, you're gonna want to get somewhere else. Because a lot of people get in this business because I want to be famous. When I'm famous, then I'll feel good and people will love me. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you feel mm-hmm. good because fame is external. Feeling good is an internal thing. So if you don't internally feel happy, no amount of external is going to make it, make you feel happy. And how do you know these things? Well, listen, go on YouTube and type in what actors think about fame and happiness. And you'll hear J-Lo and you'll hear – it doesn't mean they don't love their jobs. But if you know, Robin Williams, Carrey, you know. Robin Williams, yeah. Jim Carrey – says, how do I know that fame, success, and money, and fortune does not make you happy? Because I have all of that, and I'm not happy. I know that it's something more. i got to go deeper within. Within. So if you are pursuing this business because if I'm famous, I'll be happy. If I'm rich, I'll be happy. Not necessarily. Money, I think, definitely gives you more freedom to do things, but it also gives you the freedom to do things and be unhappy wherever you're doing them. You can be unhappy right. and do a lot happy. of bad things. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of bad things because unhappiness is a, is happiness is a is a decision. You have to choose mm-hmm. to be happy. You have to choose to be happy if the movie doesn't get picked up, if you get dropped from a production, if uh, Army Hammer does whatever he does, and your product your film doesn't even get shown. Be grateful for the experience, the journey, where the joy lies. If you can come up, if you can come to these realities, these realizations, you live a happy life being an artist. But if you can't right, come up, right. with, if you don't get to those parts, you'll be an unhappy person, always wishing they were somewhere where they're not, always wishing for more. Uh, it's a very sad life that way. And most people can't handle it, so they quit and become, you know, nine to five jobs somewhere, which just doesn't make them happy either. So I would say that any actor listening, listen, if you want to be an actor, really learn about the business. Read everything you can about it. I definitely suggest my course because we teach so much more than you'll ever learn anywhere else. Read books. Read blogs. Listen to shows like this. Listen to podcasts. Read autobiographies from actors. And read read books from directors, agents, casting directors backstage articles, stage 32 courses, milk 30, I don't know, whatever they're called. Learn. Learn everything you can. Right. Be a sponge. Right. And, only um, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only a handful of people succeed in this business to the level of stardom. A lot of other people are working actors that you don't know. You see their faces, but you don't know who they are. But they're working, 
they're doing what they love. And most actors have a side hustle that affords them to have an acting life. Most actors own, you know, some kind of business, some secondary form of income. And all rich people have secondary streams of income, third streams, seven streams of income. Anybody who makes money in this world knows that you can't put all your eggs in one basket. You have to have multiple streams of income. So don't consider that a failure if you have other streams of income that supplement your lifestyle so that you have the freedom to be an actor. That's a win. And um, that's something that, uh, you know, that time to be an actor, some people definitely cherish um, a lot. Uh, and that's amazing. And um, to also to mix in um, some law of attraction books and uh, self-help mm-hmm. books, because I've read a lot of self-help books and they do all come to the same theme eventually of, um, you know, doing what you love, uh, trying to be happy at that. Uh, and, uh, and um and breathing and uh being in the moment and a lot of things my uh neuropsychologist does a lot of breathing exercises with me um as i'm a tb uh traumatic brain injury survivor um having the spot where i had my jaw broken um but during a lot of these sessions yeah it was crazy but during a lot of these sessions uh you know my uh doctor because i did uh, express to her my uh, acting um, prowess uh, helped me to, you know, get back in line with uh, myself and being who I am and being okay mm. with that and my new self and uh, you mm. know, teaching breathing exercises and different things. Um, I'm also into uh, tapping. Um, a lot of, I, I feel like a lot of people still don't know about it. Uh, where you tap meridian points, like the side of your oh, hand, yeah, EFT. We we had an uh, EFT. We had a uh, EFT specialist come into the winter circle. I bring everybody in, law of attraction people, uh, EFT. She did tapping sessions with three or four different actors live right there, and we got to watch the transformation. They released, uh, oh my God, years of agony, wow. years of pain. Years it was amazing. She did it live. And, you know, we had three or four volunteers. And, you know, you have to be willing to be very vulnerable because it's going to bring up some stuff. And it was amazing. The transformation. Tapping is very powerful. And if you don't know what it is, research it because it works. I saw it in front of my own eyes. This one girl, she was afraid to sing, had a whole bunch of stuff going on around singing. Um Leah Branchfield, who was the EFT specialist who I brought in, she did a tapping session with her. And at the end of that, that girl opened her mouth and sang from her soul in a way that was no blocks, no barriers. And she cried. She said, I've never sung like that in my life. Her voice was astounding. And it just came straight out of her. And she hasn't stopped singing since. It was amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah, powerful tools. So much we don't really know about the body, you know, and the mind. Right, tools that we hold and we can do. And that's something like mm-hmm. a actor can do before auditions to calm the nerves and uh, yeah. knock out that audition, um, increase the chances of, um, you know, booking or whatnot. And, um, yeah. you know, I really, yeah, we uh, really appreciate you uh, coming on the show. I'm sure you got a lot of emails and calls to answer or whatnot. You know, I would love to have you on um, and keep uh, answer, asking questions um, 
But, uh, you know, I definitely like to respect your time. <clears throat> but, uh, again, this has That's been amazing, great. and uh, you're such a great person. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And all your listeners, I love you all. You know, I hope that you just keep following your goals and your dreams and don't let anybody stop you, especially your own mind. And realize that there's a place for you in this business and your talent is a gift that is for you to share. The world needs your voice. The world needs your light. And if you want to train with me, I'm, I'm more than happy to work with you in my Winner Circle Academy. Just look up Hollywood Winners with an S, circle.com. And uh, there's a free webinar you can do. You can learn all about course and you can learn a whole bunch of really important tools that you need about your package. And I'm happy to work with you. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at Wendy A Lane and the number one, like walking down a lane. A L A N E one. And um, I'm happy to be here to be of service, to guide you, to help you and just let you know that you're loved and and there's a place for you in this world. Be amazing. Be creative and be bold. Thank Definitely. you for having me. You hear that? Our pleasure. You hear that, fellow actors? And it would be an honor to work with you, Wendy. Thanks so much. Um, anytime, anytime, you could come on. Uh, and there you have it. The, thank you. Uh, you too. God bless. And there you have it, the wonderful Miss Wendy Elaine Wright, stopping by, uh, sharing her knowledge with uh, about the Hollywood Winner Circle and all her amazing talents and groups that she started to share and knowledge to fellow actors that come into the game basically blind. Uh, She is shedding light and lighting the way uh, in ways that were not there before. So definitely tap into her site, Hollywood Winners Circle, and just get into the business of acting. To my fellow actors, everybody, we love you. Um, As Wendy said, you know, the queen, the goddess, she put it down. Um, <laughs> there was none before. There will be none after. And uh, she basically uh, dropped dropped the, the gems that you need to hear. So to our amazing uh, Muscova Media Podcast listeners, we love you. We appreciate you. And we're here to continue to uh, drop the amazing cats with celebrities and uh, people alike that know the game and that uh, love sharing it and um, just thank you and uh, we'll see you soon be sure to continue to share the podcast as you already have download uh, and um, we will continue doing our thing appreciate you and we are